Well, we need to pray, and we need to pray insistently with God. And sometimes, like in the first reading, prayer is what sustains us in battle. Um, in the second reading, the, the reading of St. Paul's letter to Timothy, he talks about what, what else you need for battle, which is being trained and being proficient and equipped. Those are the two words that he used, proficient and equipped. Um, think about Timothy. Timothy was, was uh, one of, an early Christian who... Uh, St. Paul knew since he was young, and St. And Timothy was a lot younger than St. Paul, right? So those of you who are young might be able to relate a little bit to him. St. Paul gives him a lot of advice on how to lead the church. And in this reading that we read today, he talks about being a teacher. He wants Timothy, even though he's young, to be a good teacher. And he says, you need to be proficient and equipped. So I was thinking back in my recent memory of examples of what it's like to be proficient and equipped. And I remembered when Father Jarek had come back from a trip, and he had gone to see the movie Top Gun, and he was really excited about it. He's like, fathers, to all the rest of the fathers in our community, he's like, we need to go see this movie while it's still in theaters, because watching it in the theater is a way better experience than watching it anywhere else. So we actually went to the theater, which we don't do very often, to see Top Gun. It was pretty cool. You know, the rest of us realized that it's probably mostly because Father Jarek is American that he really loves movies like Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a really good movie, you know? And it's about uh, Maverick, you know, played by Tom Cruise, who's this, this old-timer, you know, uh, pilot for Top Gun. And he flies these, these uh, fighter jets, right? He knows how to do all these tricks so he can, he can play in these chicken fights between fighter jets, right? But, you know, uh, they've moved past fighter jets that are, that are run by human beings because now they can do it with drones. So they basically don't need him anymore but they find this one really difficult task that has to be flown by a human person because it's really complicated. They have to go up this, this through this uh, canyon and then up over this ridge and then bomb this thing and fly out up this other ridge really steep, right? So it's really difficult. And they give him the other top pilots, like 10 of them, who he has to train for this one mission. And he gets to give them class on training them for this one mission. And... Uh, it's really interesting because he has this desire to make sure that all of them survive the mission. Whereas the people who are running it and who have hired him to train them actually don't care about the people's lives. They just want to get the mission done. And, and he's, he's training them for a mission in such a way that they will come out alive. Whereas the others are like, no, just, just get the mission done. It doesn't matter if they come out alive. But So that's kind of the whole, the whole debate of the whole movie, right? But he's got to train them so that they're proficient and so that they're equipped. He's got to teach them all the maneuvers of flying these fighter jets and how to fly really fast and still be able to do their maneuvers and how to bomb the, the target that they've got to blow up in order to, to complete their mission um, and still come out alive. And, and it shows you know, all the great scenes of them doing their training and everything and all the difficult things they have to do to be proficient and equipped. So our way of being proficient is a little bit different from that because we're called to be proficient St. Paul says, in the sacred scriptures. So how proficient are you in the language of sacred scripture? How equipped are you to be able to use scripture in your life? Um, he says that sacred scripture is good for teaching and for rebuking and for correcting. But think about like what it means to be proficient in a language. Those of you who know more than one language. How many people here just know English? Maybe quite a few of you. Right? A lot of you obviously know other languages too. 
So a lot of us know different languages. What does it mean to actually be proficient in that language? If you know a few phrases of German, like me, you are definitely not proficient. You know, you can tell someone that you don't speak, speak German uh, well enough to convince them that you do. And then as soon as they ask you something, you don't know how to answer them because you don't know what they said. That is not proficient, you know. And some of us are like that with sacred scripture. We are called to be proficient in sacred scripture, to be able to use it. Um, and think about what does it mean to teach others. St. Timothy is being asked by St. Paul to use his proficiency in order to be a teacher. Well, what do I teach others? What do I teach others by my life, by my example? If you're proficient in sacred scripture, it doesn't mean just that you've got a bunch of verses memorized. It means that you know how to live it. You know how to live the scriptures in a way that teaches with your example. Think about the people who teach you, like young people, all of the rappers that you listen to. Okay, <laughs> I like I like Britain, you know, like uh, hating on rappers a little bit. Yeah. But sometimes they have they have uh, things that they teach that aren't really valuable, you know. And uh, we have a tendency to memorize the things that we listen to over and over again. And are we learning things, becoming proficient in things that really are of no value? You know, we've got Eugenio sitting in the back who is trying to memorize the whole uh, Hamilton Broadway production, right? And <laughs> he's halfway there, I think. And, um, you know, actually memorizing that might actually be useful and valuable because it's actually something that has deep values to it. It's a beautiful work of art, most of it. Um, but, but, you know... Are, are the artists that we listen to, the singers and the rappers that we listen to, are like our modern-day poets. They teach us things. They're proficient. They're good at using language. But what are they teaching us with it? And, and what do I teach others with the things that I'm proficient in? It's a good example of what we need to do. So you are, in a way, like a new Timothy, like a new St. Timothy. You're called on to be a teacher, Maybe that you're not that you're going to stand up in front of a classroom or come up here and preach or something like that. But you teach others. You teach those around you by your example. You teach them by the way you live. And if you become proficient in the sacred scriptures, then you teach people by living according to the sacred scriptures. You teach people by living the way that Christ would want you to live, by, by setting a good example for them. Um, think back, think of, of when you get to the end of your life and you're looking back on your life. Saying to yourself, what was the lesson that I gave others? What was the legacy that I'm leaving to others? Think of your favorite rapper and his legacy that he's leaving to others, you know? Maybe some of it's good, maybe some of it's not so good. What's the legacy that you want to live, that you want to leave for people? So we need to strive to become proficient in, in what God wants, in his things. And I want to underline three ways that I think we can do that. My top three proficiencies in the ways of God. The first is love, the second is mercy, and the third is self-giving. Love. Love, I, what I mean by love is not the feeling and not what you feel when you're in love, but your actions. Being able to love through your actions. It means getting up and going. It means planning to be able to do something. It means putting it into your calendar, into your agenda. All of you who made it here to missions, you did it. You loved. If you had a lot of fun today, at least I'm sure you loved one person that you met today on the missions. Maybe some of you loved many people and you showed them love in your actions by giving them something, by offering to pray for them, by offering them a kind word. That is putting love into action. That's what we need to do. 
That's what we need to do. And I encourage you to do that, not just when there's missions, but all the time. Jesus is a man of action. He sets the example. He teaches us with his example by, by showing us that he gets up and he goes. He got up out of heaven. He came to earth. When he was on earth, he got up and he left his home in Galilee. He went to Jerusalem. He got up that morning and he went to the cross. And he died for us. He's a man of action. He doesn't just love with his feelings. He loves with action. The second uh, of the top three proficiencies is forgiveness, acceptance, mercy. That's something that when we're on missions, when we're out there on the street working with homeless people, it comes naturally to us. When we have someone who comes up to us when we're in the missionary mode, our attitude towards them is it it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done or how messed up your life is. I'm here to show you love. But then sometimes in our daily life, we don't act that way. Sometimes in our daily life, someone comes up to us who's messed up in some way, and we become judgmental. And we start looking down on them. Or we start talking about them. And, and Christ is calling us to have the attitude, the heart of mercy and forgiveness and acceptance all the time. Not just when we're on missions. Not just when we're actually doing some kind of ministry or we're out there intentionally seeking to serve someone. We should, we should see everyone who comes to us with the same eyes of mercy. It doesn't matter to me how much you've messed up. I accept you. I love you. I'm here to show you the love of Christ. And if you're messed up and I can help you to change, blessed be God. But my acceptance of you does not depend on your change. I want to show you the love and mercy of God. Christ is the one who shows us the example of mercy because he accepts all of us as sinners the way we are, no matter who we are, and shows us his love anyways. Okay, the third top proficiency in sacred scripture is self-giving. Self-giving. And here, I just want to underline that it's again like Christ. Christ is the one who gave himself completely for others. When we have the opportunity to do things like we did today, serving on missions, we're, we're giving ourselves to others. But that again is another thing that we can't just do when we're on missions. We've got to give ourselves to others all the time. We've got to be seeking to serve others everywhere we go. The way Christ does giving himself to others. So this is something that we have to live and we have to put it into practice. It's kind of like Top Gun, you know? You learn how to, you learn how to fly that fighter jet and you don't just learn how to fly it just for fun or just so you can do it during practice. You've got to use it. You've got to use it on the battlefield. The battlefield is here when we're on missions, when we're out on the streets, but it's also when you, when you go home. It's all the time. The battlefield where we need to use our proficiencies in sacred scripture is in our everyday life. You need to love people in your everyday life. You need to be merciful to people in your everyday life. You need to uh, be self-giving towards people in your everyday life. Um, I want to underline one more thing that St. Paul says uh, in this this beautiful letter to St. Timothy. He says, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message. Be persistent, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. This is one of those famous quotes from St. Paul that I love and that we should memorize. Proclaim the message. Be persistent whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. We need to proclaim the message of Christ and of his love all the time, everywhere that we go. That's what Christ is calling us to do. Let's ask Christ for the grace to be proficient in his teachings and to be courageous enough to share it with others.